0: I always ask my audience, you know, um, what do you think happened after I did all this great stuff? And they all think, you know, great things happened. I'm like, no, nothing happened because it's not enough to just tell your associates yes is the answer. You have to teach them how to say yes yeah. because it's not easy.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the 50 Cups of Coffee podcast. I am your host Bobby Audley. I am a speaker and lead trainer with the Pinot Training Group, where we work with teams and organizations looking to create powerful, positive, peak performance team cultures. Last week, we kicked things off with none other than Harry Swain. With this four-time Super Bowl champion and celebrated Baltimore Ravens Director of Player Development, we talked about the unseen injuries in sports, how to create powerful connections with your teammates, and why it matters to be connected. Today, we move from the world of sports to the world of business, and more specifically, we sit down for a cup of coffee with one of the best in the business of hospitality. My guest today is Christine Trippy. Christine Trippy has spent over 30 years working in hotel operations for companies such as Marriott, Hilton, Crown Plaza, and Courtyard by Marriott where she was named General Manager of the Year. A really cool story she shares in this interview that did not come easily. Most recently, Trippy was the Senior Manager of Operations for Marriott International. I first met her in this role, and she unofficially called herself the Director of Fun for Marriott, a self-given title we also chat about here in this podcast. Today, Christine Trippy is the founder and CEO of The Wise Pineapple, helping leaders and organizations create sweet hospitality, sweet cultures, and sweet results. And she is the author of the book, Yes is the Answer, a book I have read twice already and will most definitely read again. Because I believe finding a yes answer to any challenge is crucial when it comes to creating positive, powerful, and peak performance cultures. Especially with both of your customers, as Trippy defines it. Your customers that pay you, and the customers you pay, your employees. In this interview, we talk about why all you really need is a great attitude and great effort. The value of a no-sarcasm rule in building a team, and how taking on my 50 Cups of Coffee Challenge Landed Trippy an opportunity speaking on her biggest stage yet in Las Vegas. Enjoy my cup of coffee with Christine Trippi. My first question that I even wrote down which I think is cool and relevant for for 50 cups of coffee theme mm-hmm. is just you, how did we meet? That's my first question is you and I
2: Yeah. well
1: connecting and meeting cuz I know it was obviously through the the positive energy Facebook page. Yes. But then you reached out to me when you were in Baltimore, correct?
0: Well, it was before that though. I reached out to you just maybe we were commenting on the same things and We just connected that way and then I messaged you and I think I might have asked you a few questions about being independent.
1: Okay. I
0: think it's maybe what happened. And then um, you... Like an independent speaker. No, 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 no. I remember what it was. It was January 1st. I want to say, honestly, 2017, I think.
1: Probably. Yeah, that, that would make sense for me.
0: I think it was 17, and and I saw your post. With 52 weeks ahead of you, what are you doing to grow and develop and have you scheduled your hashtag 50 cups of coffee? Okay. And I actually, when I was reading the whole thing, I was like, blah, 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 kind yeah, of reading yeah, it. But yeah. then I saw the hashtag 50 cups of coffee, and I'm like, That's interesting. Yeah. And I messaged you. And I'm like. It was from that? Yes. And I'm like, tell me more about this. See, I just hit the microphone. Tell you. Hit it all you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I messaged you. And you shared your TED Talk. Yeah. And I was like, hot damn tamale, man. I'm all in. Yeah, cool. yes. And then and then I started scheduling my coffee chats. Yeah. And I and then I created a workshop for my yeah. uh, Marriott leaders yeah. to inspire them to continue to do this. And I and then because immediately when you think, oh yes, I'm all in, and then you're like the thought of emailing my vice president of the company and will you have a coffee chat with me? Your whole stomach just like sinks, and you're just like, I can't do that. Yeah. So I'm like, but hey. If I'm gonna do a workshop on this and tell people that this is the way you should do it, I've got to walk the walk. Amen. Okay, <laughs> so I booked myself a flight to corporate. I sat in the corporate hub yeah. for Down two Bethesda, is that in where it Bethesda, is? Bethesda, yeah, yep, yeah Maryland, yeah, and I uh, for two days I scheduled every half hour um, coffee chats. With brand leaders, with big big wigs.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And How was that it was easy incredible.
1: to do? Did they? Did you get any no's? Did you get any pushback? Was everyone just super receptive to it? They knew and, what you were doing. It was.
0: And this is part of my presentation too, because yeah. it's hilarious. Because there's a there's a um, uh, uh, my boss's boss, kind of. Um, he's a big wig in Marriott, and uh, his name's. I'm gonna just say it. His name's Jeff Ford.
1: <laughs> and we can say he, names. <laughs> he
0: was the one that I was like, literally, my fingers over the enter, like send button, and yeah. I was like hyperventilating, going with my invitation, you know, asking yeah. him for coffee chat. And I, I tell everybody in the in the workshops I do that I don't know why I'm so nervous. I don't know if it's because his beautiful blue eyes or if it's because <laughs> <laughs> he's so numbery. He's yeah. really financial, financial, and I'm just. You know, I'm me, and yeah. I numbers aren't necessarily my my strong suit. Yeah. So I don't know what made me so nervous about it, but I I hit send, and he replied back quickly that said, "I'm sorry, I won't be at corporate that week." And I'm like, "Yeah."
1: <laughs> Does he know this story yet?
2: <laughs> he, he might. He might. Oh, because I've told the well, story. why? I've so what? T- I think
1: what's <laughs> interesting is what if he if you were so nervous to even send that. Why? Why did you send it? What was your compelling interest to? to well, reach out I wanted
0: to? to. I wanted to yeah. s- to to um, challenge myself first mm-hmm. of all, and 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 create those connections with people who kind of intimidate me. Yeah. and he definitely would be somebody to help my career. Sure. As far as you know, he's you know a big player and whatnot, and and not too big where. Um, he who would be somebody who can you know recommend me or, or that yeah. sort of thing um, and there was also brand leaders that were really big yeah. um, and then there was only one and I will not say this name but there was only one that made me feel like really uncomfortable
1: sure in in there resp- in the conversation
0: in, in the conversation yeah yeah because again you like your whole TED Talk, and I'm sure you are preface that before your whole podcast and everything, but um, you talk about what's the worst can happen, that you just have a kind of uncomfortable conversation. And and it was a little bit in, you know, just in the beginning, because I felt like she was just a little put out to have to do this with me. But then by the end of our conversation, she saw how beneficial it was for her because I'm out there on the field doing her bidding and I was able to take her priorities and then communicate it to the field. So um, it ended up being really good. Well, that's a cool
1: takeaway because I I, I said that in the talk that what's the worst thing that could happen is it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And if I could edit the talk or do it again, I would add that caveat that even in that moment, Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of uncomfortable conversations that are still worthwhile and still lead to something or still yeah. beneficial, or that person walks away and thought it was beneficial. I mean, Absolutely. even in the work we do, when you're presenting, there's a lot of participants who you're, you, like, could, you could, yeah, their body language, their yes. facial expressions, you can't see, but Christine just mimicked the perfect body language <laughs> yes, yes. Of, a, of, a, of a checked out participant. Of a, yes. And and a lot of times they're the ones that come up afterward and say how much they took from it yes. and, and my perception too is in large part because well sure if we're talking about connection we're talking about confidence this individual is uncomfortable or having a hard time with that conversation mm-hmm. their body language or facial expression might not be I don't like this, it's it's I don't like it, and I know I need to hear it. Yes. So it's not always bad.
0: And it's funny because I just finished a property visit. We're actually here at the Courtyard, Norwalk.
1: Is, Is that you how say you say it right? I Norwalk, Norwalk, Norwalk. 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 Cor- <laughs> Norwalk. Neither of us are yeah. from here. No. If that's it, We'll and, ask him before we leave how you say it. And
0: everybody here had my book and was so excited for me to be here to deep dive their their guest surveys yeah. and operations. And then I had my hostage The chief engineer.
1: You call him your hostage?
0: (laughs) Yes. Those those arm crossers, they're my hostages. But by the end, he was so into what we just did and came away with some really great stuff. And I gave him some great feedback. And they're doing a really great job. So he was really proud. So it was was really cool. Yeah. So I always have a hostage, but I always win that hostage. That's good. I
1: I believe it. So tell us what that was my my first question I wrote down uh, (laughs) other than where did we meet uh, was uh, uh, I know when we first met. Uh, you said you were the director of fun yes. at Marriott, yes. and and your LinkedIn page says senior manager of operations, much more stuffy title. So what <laughs> what are you? What do you, what do you do at Marriott? What were you doing here for this this uh, session? Uh, what do you do? What's awesome. Your, your
0: well, I am. Um, officially on my business card <laughs> <laughs> it says that i am the um, senior manager of operations for Merritt international and what i do when i like to describe what i do do you know anthony from hotel impossible?
1: I don't. Was oh, okay. that the guy you posted about? Yes, yes, i, I know I, I, I do know I know. I, I know his him. face. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. so yeah. He
0: what's his had last the name? Show, um Mc- I want to... I've always mispronounced his name, but it's like Mercurio. Okay. Yeah, Nathan I remember Mercurio. seeing his full
1: name was... Yeah, so Anthony Hotel he, Impossible. He
0: um, did... Uh, I should just look at my book because... You should, yeah, because he, he did, did... he do a... He a
1: did a... Um, testimonial a for you? A testimonial
0: you? for yeah. me, yeah. He my first one, so let me just... I always... Uh, I, Mel- love when you, I, okay, I love when Anthony you get a, a
1: testimonial or or a quote you specifically from a guy like him like some big deal because you are always like the most blown away person that you just cannot believe it and I, I feel can't. like everyone you know we're all like yeah. No, I get it. Of course. <laughs> y- yes. Yeah. Yes. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Mel
0: Anthony Mel <laughs> from Mel-Cory. Hotel Impossible. Yeah. So, so you are was, him. That was such a major, major deal meeting yeah. him and yeah. getting his testimonial. And, and then him emailing me. When I asked him for the testimonial, he's like, well, let me read it. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. I yeah. know. Exactly. Yeah. And so then he read it and he came back. And honestly... I, I messaged him like three times and he, he's like, I suck. I'm sorry. I haven't had time. I'm like, no, I totally get it. You're a busy dude.
1: But that's, that's another but, good but honest, reality yeah. of, of continuing to message even a guy like him. If someone yes. says they will do it, they will do it. He
0: did it. Uh, and and he didn't just say, oh, I'm just going to give some blanket thing. He emailed me back when he finished, and he's like, it's really good. I'm like, oh.
1: That's awesome. Really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so it was yeah. so cool.
0: Anyway, so, so when I describe what I do, I like to say, I'm Anthony from Hotel Impossible, but only I'm really nice. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I support all of our managed Select brand hotels uh, with operations, with guest service, and all of that. So elite appreciation, things like that. Okay. Um, so my main reason for having this job is for hotels that go into the red zone, which is below the brand threshold of acceptability. Right. And then if they do, then we go out to the hotel. We do a whole deep dive on their visit or on their operations and their guest service surveys. And we come up with an action plan, get out of red. Mm -hmm. So, now, today, I was just doing a uh, a GSS, Guest Service Survey, visit. They're not in the red zone. They're a high-performing hotel. But... We, good enough, as you know, is not yeah. good enough.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, you know, I have these really high-performing leaders who love visits like this just to take it to the next level. So, uh, and you know some of our hotels are 30 years old. And, yeah. you know, it's like, how do you maintain that property? And so we review you know, things like that. And also some that are going into renovation, how to make the best out of a renovation experience. Yeah. So it's, so it's seamless to your guest and all that. So and they're going to have that next year. So we discuss that a little bit. But so it's kind of all that. And then we also uh, create training. So last year we came through with our ACE training. We've done our clean camp training. We've done toolbox tour.
1: What are some of those things? Like what what are you focused on with training?
0: Well, again, all operations. So the first year our focus was A lot of our hotels were 30-year-old hotels. So we came through with Toolbox Tour, which is all about maintaining your property and using the right equipment and how to do those sort of things correct. And uh, then the next year, cleanliness was a major focal point. So we came through with the Clean Camp um, and You then, come up with these
1: names. Yeah, part of that. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: and w- my department, we like to call ourselves Entertainment oh, because good. we train and we entertain. I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. And then this year, it was all about loyalty with the whole Bonvoy, Bonvoy yeah. uh, transition. Um, so we created ACE, which was uh, Arrival, Connection, and Empowerment. Hmm. All about a loyalty and that. So yeah. it's fun. It allows me to be super creative. I love being on the road. I yeah. love inspiring leaders and reminding them why we started this in the first place. It's it's a tough business. Yeah, It's 24/7, 365. The 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 labor market is tougher than I've ever seen in my entire career and it's a, it's a tough business. Yeah. So when I can walk in and meet people remind people why we all started this to change the world and you I was going to say answer service. that question why yeah. why do why do you do it why well, don't you for me, it all starts all in the book. Yeah, yes it's funny. Answer. As yeah. I was coming up
1: with questions for this, I realized almost all of them are answered in your book, and I <laughs> I've read your okay. book twice. But Aww. no, I think yeah, I, I think it, I love it. I, Thank for, you. Uh, uh, The book "Yes Is the Answer." We're going to talk mm-hmm. about later on. I definitely have questions coming from that, and and the wise pineapple and the work you're doing with that. And I I sincerely I read it Thank and, you. and like cover to cover, love it. And uh, I think I have. I, I think I texted you. I won't name names either, but uh, because <laughs> I'm changing hotel chains because of it. Yes. Um, because I, I've had experiences that aren't terrible but you put up with it because it's like, well, whatever. Travel is supposed to suck, and right. and then after reading the book, it was like, whether it's I am going to marry up because that's because I know you, and that's that for me. It's like, well, you know what? Like, if I'm gonna try something new, let's try that. But but just genuinely, it's there's so many experiences I had that it's like, no, this good enough is not enough. It could be right. better, and it's not necessarily always the execution stuff. It's the energy stuff. It's how people make you feel. It's how they show up. Exactly. Uh, so I that I love I, I talk about. Just this past weekend, I was talking about your book. Is it Just, it comes right? up That's so awesome. often, the yes is the answer. but but um, So yeah, go back to that kind of why you do what you do. Why did you get into... Because that'll lead... I do want to talk about is Pineapple, and I think that'll lead into that. So, oh, yeah, perfect. Why you do what you mm-hmm. do. Uh, so why?
0: first and foremost, and it, it, I've kind of talked about it in the book, but I, I love talking about this. Um, it all started when I was 17. I started at, in hospitality at 17, and it was the first time I received a comic card saying that I made a difference to a guest and I was like what wow. I mean it just feels so amazing and and I still have the comic card in my scrapbook and I use it in my keynote presentation it's so funny and I have a picture of myself at 17 with my ascot <laughs> <laughs> and I, I show that but it was the first time I, I received that comic card and I brought it home I showed my mom and dad they hung it on the refrigerator and that's when my dad told me the Starfish story and the Starfish story is all about changing the world yep. one person at a time yeah. And I, have,
1: I used to work a summer camp in the Hamptons called Hampton Country Day Camp. Oh, okay, it's owned by the TLC family of camps, and that their their whole theme is the star being fish? starfishy. Like their awards or starfish awards, I love it. and at orientation they tell you know the the, the, story. the starfish story. That's awesome. And when mm-hmm. I first it was a large part because of that job. Uh, for those who don't know the starfish story is there was, I'm going to do the spark notes version, sure. uh, a guy walking on the beach and he's throwing starfish into the water and there's thousands of starfish on the beach. And, and, uh, someone comes up to him and maybe a little kid comes up to him and says, you know, why are you doing that? You're never going to get all the starfish in the water. And he says, yes, but for this one starfish, I made a difference. And I, because of my work, at, I was the spirit day director at ah, camp. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> My like the first workshop I went to to learn how to be a speaker. Uh-huh. Literally, one of the first things they say is, "Don't use corny stories like the starfish story." <laughs> Brandon told me that too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, I, it's mm. it's obviously I had never heard the story when I was a counselor, so mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty profound. Yeah. But but you do learn that it's it's out there and people learn it. But I think the lesson's tremendous. That idea of yes. of uh you know for this one I made a difference. Why mm-hmm. why let the thousands on the beach? deter you from from throwing them in
0: exactly well and that that immediately i mean just the story itself it's a sweet little you know analogy and Mm -hmm. you know cute story but then that really impacted me and and i meet people from all over the world every single day and i do get to change the world one person at a time Mm -hmm. And, and then it kind of transitioned for me for my yes stories um, and I share a, a, a very special story in the book. And so when I'm hiring people and I tell them that story, if I don't see a reaction or a connection to that, then to me, that's not the person I want on my team. I want, tell them I them want your
1: story. You
0: no. Know, well, but I usually tell both. I tell the starfish story yeah. and then maybe I'll, exp- uh, I'll tell a story that, um, like a real life story that we do on on property and if i don't see any connection i know that's not the person i want on my team i want difference makers i want people who have this purpose to change the world
1: you're looking for that connection like Uh, in their body language oh 100 sometimes they'll tear up they'll you
0: know uh and yeah it's um and it's so funny because brandon did tell me that and i said you know what though Every single time I've shared the story, I get that reaction. People don't, I ask, do you, does anybody, do you know this type of, and they're like, no, and I share it, and they're like, oh, yeah. But then when I share that cute little story, but with what we really do every day, in which there's a story in, in the book, and I could tell you hundreds of them yeah. in my 30-year career, um, it's, it. that's when you really make the connection. Yeah, it, whether it's a compliment, whether it's helping a make-a-wish kid, mm-hmm. it you get to change the world every day. Mm -hmm. And if you, you know, when I have housekeepers that are driving to work going, oh, I've got to clean 18 rooms, or whose world do I get to change today? That's a shift you can't buy. Mm -hmm. That is, that's, you know, when you can give your associates a purpose, a greater purpose than we just don't punch a clock and serve food and check people in clean rooms, we get to change the world every day. Mm -hmm. That's when you make people excited. Yeah. And their heart pounds to come into work and, and do that.
2: Yeah.
0: And when I would show uh, my housekeepers, you know, they're they're one of the le- the last people that thinks that they're a customer facing associate, which they're really not. But when I took over um, one of the first hotels that I took over, housekeeping, and I thought, oh, housekeeping, I almost didn't take that job because I'm like, that's not very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was a front office girl, right? <laughs> and I, I want to be with the guests. But then when I saw how I can impact the guests through the room it was um it would up being my favorite part of my job yeah I loved serving my housekeepers.
1: Can that attitude in your opinion this kind of idea because like you said when you're so if a manager is listening to this, is this more of a hiring thing or a training thing
0: It's both okay. and I will tell you this one, like I said, when I'm interviewing people and i'll and i'll and I see potential and then I, I'm like, you know what I'm going to take it that far and like I said, if I see that connection, I know this is the person I want on my team. I mm-hmm. don't care how much you know. I don't care how much experience. I can teach you any of that stuff. Yeah. I can't teach you to want to change the world or want to make a difference to people. And so uh, that's that's what I'm looking for, that's the person fair. that yeah. connects there. And then if they don't, I'm going to maybe wait for that connecting
1: yeah, I re- Have you ever read Um Work Rules by Laszlo Bach? I think oh, no. How you say his name? I'm writing that, that one down, be, too. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. He used to be the... Um, And I don't know if I'm getting the title right, but basically director of people and operations at Google. And he started there when, so the Google workplace, he was part of creating. He started there when they were like 36 people, and now Mm -hmm. they're a lot more than that. And uh, in the book, he dedicates a large part to hiring, how you hire the right people. And he Mm -hmm. says in there, you know, most books will spend most of their time talking about how you train people. And the back of his book is about training. There's still parts about training, Mm -hmm. but he said, Hiring is is number one. You it's, hire the right, and it's not hiring a good or a bad person. It's a person that is is lit up by service. what you do. Why what you're doing. Yeah. If it doesn't light them up, then go find something else that's gonna light you up because that's that's where you belong and maybe not here.
0: Exactly. And yeah. you know, and I've met general managers that. Are lit up by finances, yeah, and there are roles that can help him that help them be in the, you know in that lit up. Se- yeah. But they're not that customer facing person. Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, it's it's finding the person that's going to be lit up. Yeah, and and honestly, it's a win win because you don't want someone who's going to be miserable at their job. Mm-hmm. You know, this is so funny because I just saw. I have a Facebook group, and I support all of my Marriott leaders through this group. I share positive energy and hotel know-how through for through the road um, every single day, and I'm a part of many other hospitality groups. And pretty much every other hospitality group that I'm a member of, and I just honestly am a member to stay in the loop and see what other people are doing. But honestly, every other group is nothing but what horrible thing their guest did what horrible thing their associate did what horrible thing their colleague did um meme after meme after cynical meme Mm -hmm. and how can we out snark each other and i i refuse every saturday i do hospitality humor because it's important to make fun of what we do i find that
1: stuff funny yeah i don't work in hospitality (laughs) (laughs)
0: and and it it is and it's fun and we need to do that
1: there's there's some i don't get and obviously it's (laughs)
0: It's inside D- jokes. That's
1: what which makes it better for you guys.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but if that's all you do is try to, art, you treat your guests and your associates how you uh, think about them. Mm-hmm. And if all you're doing is reading snark after snark after snark, mm-hmm. It, it it makes me really sad that these people are taking care of our guests. Because
1: yeah, well, cause even your hospitality humor stuff is I've never seen it as I know exactly what you're yeah, talking nothing about with the snarky. snarky the I don't, it's yeah. not snarky. It's yeah. Sometimes it's it's picking at yourselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just the nature of the job. Like is it inside right. jokes that only you all would understand? That that can be good for community. Whereas you're exactly. right, there are a lot of I'll often say the new BMW or the new status symbol is how hard your life is. Yes. People love to complain. Yes. And I'm not trying to make some grandiose statement about the way of the world. But I, I do find a lot of people they want to tell you how hard and long their day is. Right. And how bad the job. customer is and, 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 and like how you said, blah. It's like, if that's if that's your takeaway for you, then then this isn't not right. that you can never have a hard day or complain. I mean you just said you had a stressful weekend, you yes. know? Yes. And I would never know that from from the moment I'm, that we I, met. Have, I have yeah, my that head said, down hmm. picking something out of my bag and I hear you call my name from across the <laughs> lobby and it's and it's you know it's it's uh you don't have to carry that with you right you know and part <laughs> of it is part of it's not I don't feel you're working on it part of it is no. you just this is where you love to be
0: yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And there was one just like this weekend that it was a bunch of foul words and everything too. And I'm not opposed to foul words. I'm Italian, but to foul words oh, foul words. yeah, <laughs> like so it was like a lot of negative words and stuff, but they were like talking about how um you know, like oh, the customer sucks and that this sucks, and you know, like all that and and how they're always rude to the associate. And my whole point is, if this is what you're always getting from your customer, then you need to look in the mirror and see what energy you're putting out yeah. because you're going to get what you put out. So, we need to look at ourselves first mm-hmm. before we blame all the customers for being ignorant or <laughs> or okay. um, or not knowing how to travel or yeah. you know whatever that yeah. may be. Anyways, it makes me sad and and I refuse to do that in my groups. I I I make Room for a little fun. Sure. Right? A little fun, what we do. It's never very negative at all, but just funny. And uh, I only will do that once every Saturday. Saturday hospitality humor and that's it. Yeah, because I'm the, I don't want this to be a competition. Who can out, out- snark no. each other? No, and and what yeah.
1: I like it, I, I think there is. And you talk about this in your book that we'll get to, and and this concept of, you know, what you put out, you get back, and it's mm-hmm. not always the, you know, there, people look at it as the law of attraction or the mm-hmm. secret or whatever. And and I think I have found, people get too bogged down into that conversation of the law of attraction. I love the law of attraction, mm-hmm. and I think people get too bogged down in thinking like, okay, so I want a beach house. In in the keys, so I'm just right. gonna meditate on it every morning, and hopefully I get a beach house in the keys. Right. And that's not from my perspective. That's not the law of attraction. Right. The law of attraction is uh, it, what I just described to you. If I've I've had a, a long day getting here, I had a long weekend. Mm-hmm. I wake up early. I take a ferry, then an Uber, then uh, get to the hotel, and I'm and I'm taking care of. I got 99 un- unread emails yeah. and all this kind of stuff, and when when. When I see you coming down the hallway with a smile and excitement and I bring that same to you, then we create th- that, that's positive energy. That's right. not denying our problems and our challenges of our day. We both can talk about them, but mm-hmm. that's not where we're going to put our energy. Customer service. Th- yes. The people behind the desk have lives too. Mm-hmm. And, and so do your customers coming in. If a customer's pissed off coming in, God knows what they went through mm-hmm. on their way to getting to that desk exactly. and how can your job quite literally is to, is to be that, to turn that it positive around. energy for
0: them. Right. I love the the quote, um, being positive in a negative situation isn't being, Oh, I forget what the word they use, but isn't being, um, naive. naive. It's being a leader. So yeah, that's good. N- there's going to be negative situations all day long, Yeah, <laughs> but it's, you know, how you respond to those negative situations, how you can turn them around and, and, you know, sometimes, negative things happen and ends up being the blessing of a lifetime. Yeah. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's just being open to go plot twist. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> the alarm just went off at three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> plot well, twist. Talk
1: about, you said plot twist. Didn't you, you used did A blog post recently on LinkedIn about your own plot twist when you, was it fired from from a job before you oh, started working was, at Marriott? Yeah, it was one of
0: my articles I wrote. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And um and just, yeah, I worked at Keelan Cove Water Resort. Yeah. And I opened the property and I created the culture and the training and everything. And it was lit, literally, I felt like it was an extension of me. I'm like, who was I if I was not the director of fun? And that yeah. was literally on my business card. Okay. The director of fun of uh, Keelan Cove Water Resort. And uh, my job was eliminated after four years. And, and I feel like it was one of my children that I gave birth to. When yeah. we, we, we did the first dig of the shovel breaking ground. And I had my tears. they eliminate the job? Tears because they honestly, we broke ground in 2008, which, you know, the economy sure. just was not the time to open a water park resort no. and so i mean we, we always opened up in bankruptcy so i was the last of the opening directors to 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 make it through yeah. and um and then my position was eliminated and right now it's a great wolf lodge sadly they okay they where is it we did it in gurney illinois
1: okay okay
0: yeah and so anyways leaving that day and they did it so officially. It was so weird, you know. I, I I've never lost a job before in my life. So I mean, I'm such a a worker, you know. Yeah. I, I've always been a pretty high performer, and um, I you know, I've just never experienced that. And even and this, though so, this
1: would've been 2012 if you opened in it. It was 11. It was 2011 it was, when you lost the job. It was okay.
0: 2011, and I I just it was just it was absolutely devastating they take your phone they take your la- you know and i'm driving away and i and i drove an hour and a half every day to get to work wow. and back and i had no phone i couldn't even call anybody and even though they eliminated my position there was absolutely nothing about my performance of why i lost my job but it fe- you just feel this overwhelming sense of shame mm-hmm. and and loss and and who am i if i'm not the director of fun of kelan cove water resort it just my identity was so tied to all of it. It was it was heartbreaking. Yeah. But what was so amazing about that, on the day that I posted that I sadly lost my position there. You um, posted on Facebook? I posted okay. on Facebook yeah. and kind of letting the world know um, that my world is over. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, I was very, you know, even though I was devastated, you know, it took a minute to rebound from that punch and then you know it was very positive i'm like i'm gonna make this the summer of chrissy and i i got to know my kids again (laughs) yeah yeah. um i got my son his license you know we got driving practice and and i jumped out of a plane i did all kinds of crazy fun things that summer so it was just amazing but it was it it was so amazing is that you know how there's um on facebook on this day Mm -hmm. so it was a few years later um it was just a couple months after the summer, I had the whole summer to myself and you know the family, and then I got a job here at Marriott. And I was a general manager at the Courtyard of Waukegan um, in 2011 October, and uh, which was another amazing experience. So a couple years later, I'm looking at my on the stay. I'm on my way flying to Bethesda, Maryland, to meet. Mr. Marriott, mm-hmm. the god of Marriott, <laughs> and because I had just won general manager of the year. That's awesome. I mean, I had never been a general manager before. It was my first hotel in that kind of How position. long had you been a
1: general manager at that point?
0: Uh, at that point, I, I, I was a year and a half.
1: So, in your, and you're rookie year. Of the, yeah, you win rookie general, year, manager, of the general year. manager of the year. How do you win that award? Is it your you're peers, nominated? You're nominated, and then,
0: then uh, there's a whole panel that wow. reviews all the nominations. And there's a thousand courtyards. Wow. So And this is all, all across the world. So, not just the United States, yeah. but the entire world. And as I'm on the plane, excited as all get out, and I like, literally can't contain myself, I'm looking at my Facebook and I, I saw my on this day, and it was that exact day. I think three years prior that I was posting that I had lost that my wife. You had world. lost your job. Yeah. Lost
1: your identity. Lost my, everything. Didn't know it was and next. And it was
0: three years to the day. You're flying I'm Flying to DC. To meet Mr. Marriott. To meet Mr. Marriott. To, Mr. Yeah. Mariah, <laughs> to this day, General I'm telling Manager you the story the and I've got goosebumps yeah. everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. It
0: was just. And then that's. And I just loved that message that even when you're in the middle of this heartbreak, better's coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I never thought in a million years I would ever find something that would allow my creativity to come out, that I would love so much. And then I just loved that hotel. We made mm-hmm. it such a diamond. And you just, you just think, oh, there's nothing else after this. And yeah. there's always something better. Coming. Well, and it's
1: phenomenal to hear because, you know, I think, and this was on, this is probably going to be, every podcast I listen to, I feel like the host always tells the same story over and over again. And that this <laughs> is going to be that story for me because yeah. I did okay. this with my yeah. last guest. But uh, the theme for me is I meet a lot of people and I do this myself. We put people on pedestals. Mm-hmm. And and you're a good example. So my last guest it was a four-time Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how scared he was his entire NFL career for 20 years. And, and you are, you know, I say on paper because I know you as a person, yeah. on paper, you know, senior manager of operations at Marriott. Yeah. And to hear that, you know, back in 2012, so really not that long ago, you were an individual who didn't know what was next and not sure Mm -hmm. what was, your identity was lost. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just very relevant for us all to hear because it's easy to look at folks in your position or higher and and think they've got it all figured out, they've Mm -hmm. they've had it figured out for a long time. You look at people's LinkedIn page and, Mm -hmm. and, if I were to look at your LinkedIn page, I would assume that you were intentional about each different step. And it was a steady progression forward of what you wanted to accomplish. And you read the right (laughs) self-help book and it's like, well, she law of attraction. She must have been doing her affirmations every morning to say, I want to be director of fun at Marriott. And it's just, sometimes that's true for people. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, I find it's not It's just continuing to move forward, continuing to, what we said earlier, find that place where where you come alive and know that there's something next is coming.
0: Yeah, and here's an Oprah thing for you, that um, I was never intentional (laughs) earlier. Mm. Uh, I feel like I'm very intentional now, um, but when you learn, when you know more, or when you know better, you do better. That's okay. a, a great Oprah. Uh, I think even Ryan had posted that one. I'm yeah. like, Oprah. Yeah. Um, but but you know the the more I learn, I'm a vi- voracious reader. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm always learning every single day. When I put my makeup on, I watch a TED talk. Yeah. I I'm just always learning, and you know I've learned so much about myself. I've learned so much about the world, um, about positive energy. You yeah. know, just. You know, um, I like I said I started as seventeen. I, I honestly I didn't I, I didn't graduate from a big four year college. I went to a community college and I did that much later. Um, so you know college I didn't go to I didn't go to college right out of high school or any of that I honestly in high school thought oh I'm gonna be a waitress and one day I'm gonna work myself up to banquet waitress and I I really did not have any bigger aspirations I I wasn't a great student so I didn't think that all the you know and I started and this is what I tell every one of my classes that in hospitality all you need is to have a great attitude and great effort. Mm. And those are the only two things really in life we have control over. How you show up and how much effort you're going to give something. And every single step of the way, I showed up with a great attitude. I never said, that's not my job. I said, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm. I'm always saying I'll do it. I have no idea how I'm going to do it. <laughs> but I go and figure it out. Yeah. And I and I'm excited to learn. And I am not afraid to say, you know what? And I had to learn this a little bit um, in the beginning, especially that um, I'm okay not knowing and I'm okay making a mistake and mm-hmm. going okay. Let me start over here. Um, so that was a hard lesson to learn, but I've learned that well. But it's it's just you know as I learn. Better, I do better. Yeah. I'm still not perfect. I still doubt myself. I still, you know, lose my confidence here and there, you know, and all that. But uh, even even recently, um, Judy Holler, who I'm mm-hmm. going to be speaking with in Las Vegas, yeah. which is so exciting, um, she had posted uh, a post about how she – Totally just was, like, kind of freaking out about a certain event. And I'm like, oh, my God, she still gets nervous. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm still shaking in my boots before I get <laughs> up in front of a big audience and stuff. So um, so I thought that was so cool that um, to let people know, you know, we're vulnerable. But every day we choose courage over comfort. And we just keep plugging ahead. That's why um, I,
1: I love the current, I would call it theme of personal development, self-help, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. want to call it that, of, of really promoting this vulnerability, promoting this honesty, promoting this, just like, let's take the veil away for a second. I think it yes. used to be people wanted, and I, I don't remember who said this, I didn't say this originally, but in the, people used to want refined, polished people that they followed, and now mm-hmm. people want real, real. They want uh, real. Yeah. That's purely it.
0: You know, this is so funny, because... I don't. I don't know if I want to even say this because I'm not trying to be negative in any way, but um, Mel Robbins. Yeah. You know Mel Robbins. Yes. Flippin' love Mel Robbins, and that's why I didn't know been, she
1: had a show. Yeah. I had she no idea. Like,
0: so big time. Yeah. But literally, her career has been five years. Is I that
1: right? I,
0: I don't know a hundred percent if it's actually five years, but it's about five years. She did a TED talk that blew up, mm-hmm. and now she's got her own syndicated TV show. Sure. Okay. So she just like, she just like freaking did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, dream come true story. Um, but this is the thing. When she was so gritty and early in on it, yeah, I, I I, probably, it's probably been a couple years that I've been following her. And she was just every morning in her Uber, you know, just FaceTiming people, you know, just talking real. And she would let down the F-bombs. And, so they, you know,
1: she was... Putting this online? On oh, social? yeah. She okay. was putting
0: all this stuff out on social, and she did her, her. well, recently she did her coffee chat, but she used to do things like her coffee chat, but but she would, like, F-bomb. She was really gritty, yeah. really real. Um, and, you know, well, you don't have to F-bomb to be valuable, you know, and, like, Gary Vee's a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but if it's, I was just going to say, <laughs> like, Gary Vee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I what I give
1: Gary Vee credit for is <laughs> he is, uh, so he said something recently, I went through a period of not liking Gary Vee at all. You, like, yeah. Okay. Ryan loved him I for love a while. Gary Vee. I didn't like him, and and then I, he he's grown on me, and yeah. now especially with this pop, everything you're currently looking at. I went on Gary Vee's website. He's got a link that says how to do a starter podcast. You click on this link. He's a big reason I'm doing the podcast content. So I I found I really like him, but I never acknowledged that in my head. I was just consistently watching his stuff. (laughs) And he did a post recently and it was, he said, he goes, I want to know how, he's talking to the camera. He goes, how many of you hated me (laughs) before you liked me? And I was like, me? Me? That is me. And, and his point was he's never apologized for who he is. Nope. He's never walked it back. He's, he just yeah. is who he is. And he knows. I heard uh, Conan O'Brien on a podcast, I listen to a lot of podcasts, had mm-hmm. a quote where he said, if nobody hates you, then nobody loves you.
0: Mm, I love if that. If you're
1: just if you're just trying to please, please everybody, everybody yeah. you're just you've got to have an watch. opinion. If nobody hates you, nobody loves you, and it's not about because mm-hmm. like I'm not being negative. I'm not looking for people to hate me, mm-hmm. but there is a certain that's what I've come to appreciate about. And I still don't love everything about Gary V. Yes, I and, love Gary and, V. But
0: there's a lot that I am right. just like. And yeah, maybe we'll I'll bleep my that. quote
1: of his. I don't know. I'll decide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that later. And edit. Well, you know what I mean. Like I like the, it but, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a certain sense of of just kind of that unapologetic. But I okay. like it. But so let's now. Like from the teaching side of things, I do want to talk about. So the wise pineapple. Mm -hmm. uh, First of all, for those who don't know, because I did not know this until meeting you. Why the pineapple? What does the pineapple represent? Well,
0: the pineapple is a symbol of hospitality. And it has been for centuries. I now
1: see it everywhere since you've talked Isn't about it. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. It's in your razz. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Estimate. I have that yes. in my notes where you're talking about <laughs> that. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love you so much. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, the pineapple symbol of hospitality. And when I was taking this position, um, I wanted to start a Facebook group. And as I crossed the country, I knew I was going to you know, just have so much to share. And quite honestly, I've been running a team since I was 17 yeah. and not having someone to do the huddle with and to share uh, energy and learning from every day in that huddle. Um, the the Facebook group ke- became my huddle. Mm. So every day I shared positive energy or hotel know-how from the road and I was tr- looking for a name for my Facebook group and I wanted to call it the Pineapple Express because yeah. I was going to be on the road and, that's you know, really good. but that's all What do you think of when you hear "pilot"? That's a
1: movie, right? Yeah. Was it before the movie? No, it was was after. It was after the movie? So everybody
0: thinks about smoking pot.
1: Well, (laughs) when you first said it, my... my, Child mind went to the Polar Express, (laughs) and I was like, "That sounds great!" And then, as you said it again, I'm like, "That's a movie about weed." Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the weed. It's a funny movie, but it's not what you're looking to. No, that
0: was not what I wanted. So I'm I'm like, I'm gonna get all these people requesting to be part of my group, and I don't want that. So I said, "Good people." Yeah, but I'm sure it's not. I'm sure they're very good. (laughs) good (laughs) But it's not.
1: It's not. They're not looking for hospitality. Right, right. They'd be disappointed.
0: They'd be very disappointed. So um, I, I was. You know kind of come up with a name, and, and I finally ended up on wise the the wise pineapple because we 're smart hospitality people, okay. so I thought, okay, this will be cute, so I just went with it, and then it just has evolved, and we have over four thousand followers, and honestly they're there would be probably triple that but I I only let in people that had the qualifications of being with my oh, Marriott. so you manage it you, yeah oh yeah. God it's a, like yeah. a full-time job managing yeah. that group yeah it really is but it's done so many great things so I'm so I'm, the qualifications are
1: working in hospitality yeah, yeah well
0: working in a Marriott property okay. and oh, uh, specifically
1: for Marriott okay. yeah, perp- yeah. And,
0: you know there's a few people that are in there that' they snuck uh, in. they're just my friends yeah so um, that that are in hospitality but for the most part it's for our Marriott group.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and then I have my own Facebook group where you can follow me. I share a lot of the similar things and whatnot, um, which is like more of a public page. Um, and then on LinkedIn, I do yeah. as well. But so that's why I started with that. And then it just started to grow and grow and grow. And I really started thinking about doing this more on the side. So I've got my side hustle. I created the company, uh, The Wise Pineapple. Yeah. And I am the CFO, which is the chief Fun officer. I
1: love
0: it. <laughs> and, I was going to say,
1: definitely not numbers. No, we talked about definitely this. Definitely not okay.
0: financial. Um, but I'm going to have to work that out. Um, but so I, I've been running that. And with that, I help leaders and organizations um, be confident, be empowered, and lead from the heart.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's the, the, I love the stand tall, wear a crown, be sweet. Yes. Is and that? that's
0: where it all came from because there's that uh, adorable little poem, um, Be a Pineapple. Um, stand tall. Um, wear a crown and... Be oh, so that comes from a poem. Sing. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's not necessarily a poem, but it's like a little meme, yeah. you know? And so I thought, I oh... I thought you created the meme. I, you should just no, take I did not for all of that. <laughs> I did not. But what I did is... When I listen to those three things, and I have my wife's pineapple, and when I was thinking about it, stand tall is all about being confident, and everything I teach about is being confident and standing tall. And then, you know, wear a crown. That's about being empowered, Mm -hmm. and that's the other thing I'm always talking about is being empowered and how to create empowered work work cultures. And then the the number one thing I talk about is changing the world one yes at a time, and being sweet lead from the heart so yeah. it all fits so perfectly so every keynote every workshop is all formed around being confident empowered and leading from the heart what
1: well, I want to and I'm gonna I'm gonna you'll see me looking at my notes with this one because I oh, do want to go yeah, I love that's good. yeah so I I would love to know what is why does the one that stood out to me the most being a non-hospitality person was the be confident part why yeah. is being confident important in hospitality
0: oh my god it's so important it, honestly I guess I don't know what comes first chicken or the egg. You got to have the heart, you got to, you know, yeah. but um you think about those line level associates that are just brand new and and the things we see in hospitality, mm-hmm. I could go on for days. But um, you know, you can it's it, you can be abused, and you could you know you can have people trying to take advantage of you. And oh sure, you 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 just wouldn't even believe some of the scenarios I could share with you. But you need to be confident. You think it like like
1: a customer, right? A customer yes. just coming after you. A customer yes. complaining. A customer. I remember quite frankly, when I was seventeen years old. Candidate. I could have been yeah. eighteen
0: at that time. I was doing the night audit, and uh, we were oversold, and I had to walk a guest and he literally was a little intoxicated, literally 17-year-old little girl or 18-year-old little girl and he literally flipped the counter and was aggressive. Physically
1: flipped the counter?
0: No, not flipped. Oh, jumped over over it. He jumped jumped over over the the counter counter and was manhandling me. Really? Yes. I've, I've had some crazy situations wow. in my career. Yeah. Yes, not not, not, not crazy as some, but, yeah. um, but you know so you, and not even in just situations like that, but I'll give you an example. The whole yes is the answer. The first part is to make friends first. Um, and when you have to say to somebody, "No, I'm sorry, unfortunately, I you know, I talk about this, your body language, you start to shrink. Your voice gets a little measly-weasly, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't have any confidence. But what I want you to be able to do is stand tall and be mm-hmm. confident and be empowered to give that yes answer. And, and really, if you're leading from the heart, you want to help that guest and you right. want to give that yes answer. Um, and I share how you go through the four steps to always say yes and how you yeah. can do that. But, um, but How do you
1: instill – so if you get a new hire at Marriott, and are you looking for confidence again? Going back to the hiring, yes, obviously you want someone. But like, mm-hmm. are there folks that you look at and say they would be fantastic? They have the heart, they're empowered. The confidence was, is what they need to work on. Do yeah. you hire them, and how do you build that confidence in them?
0: I do, and and again, again, it just kind of depends. If you're the person, I literally can't even get you to look at me. You know? Sure, No, maybe yeah, not. That's
1: <laughs> not gonna be a good. Or, or
0: maybe I'm gonna be. You're gonna be great at, on on the phones in the back, or you know, something right. like that. You right. know, there might be a, a spot for you, but. Um, uh, and I can tell you you know opening up Kealan Cove Water Resort I operationally I did a lot of things with the resort but operationally I ran the funtivity center which was all the guest experience you know the projects and the the game shows and stuff and then I ran the arcade Nearly every associate that I hired was their first job. They were sixteen years old, and I you know I think of Rihanna offhand. Um, all of my young girls that they were sixteen is their first job, and we had we, I mean we had some some rough guests at Kelar too It was rough. Um, but there'd be people that are bringing their outside food in the middle of our dining dining room, you know, and we would have to be the ones to tell them you know that that's not okay but again using yes as the answer i was able to share with them how to be confident and stand tall rather than be like oh you
1: know apologizing for
0: yes and to watch these 16 year old girls and boys that have never had a job never dealt with problem resolution never had to do any of these things become these strong able um leaders yeah Honest to God, it was um, the highlight of my career. Yeah, It was, yeah, watching people. And what's so amazing is, you know, 10 years past now from Key Lime, there's not a a week that goes by that I don't have somebody says, I've got a great starfish story for you, Christine. Or like, for example, Rihanna, she's an elementary school teacher. The first bulletin board she did was starfish story. And I built that later yeah you know yeah how how amazing is that it's awesome (laughs) it's It's awesome awesome. yeah so and 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 it sticks with them it sticks with them their whole life yeah Mm -hmm. so
1: take us through the so you wrote the book just this a lot of these stories have been years in hospitality you just wrote this book yes um why why write the book now what well, up?
0: I've always kind of... Well, I explain in the book about how it all came to be and why, yes, and how that all happened. So you can maybe tune into that. So I won't go into all that. Um, he's a good salesman. Yeah, right? Go get the book. <laughs> go get the book. No, <laughs> but I, I won't bore you with all of that. Not that it's boring, but, you know, it's, uh, I don't know how much longer yes, we have. Yes, yeah. Um, but um, g- uh, going through that process of figuring it out, you know, I'm like... It's honestly, the whole book stems from my largest failure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When I went out, I read an article, and I went out, and I tried to duplicate it, and it completely failed. And I'm like, why did it fail? And the reason it fails is because all these managers out there tell their associates, yes is the answer. But they've never taught them how to. So say you read an article yes. about
1: this idea. Yes. yes, is the answer. Exactly. You tried to implement it, and
0: I tried to duplicate it, and yeah. it all was of course how did you valuable. try
1: Do you remember some of your
0: oh yeah, I remember it all. Flat on your yeah,
1: face and yeah. Yo, yeah,
0: well, I mean, just I, I I launched the 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 rally and the concept and everything like I read in the the story, mm-hmm. and then it all failed, and and I and I always ask my audience, you know. Um, what do you think happened after I did all this great stuff? And they all think, you know, great things happened. like, no, nothing happened because it's not enough to just tell your associates yes is the answer. You have to teach them how to say yes yeah. because it's not easy. When you don't, for example, I'll give you a great example. Um, in uh, Platinum members at a courtyard hotel, part of their benefits of their program is not breakfast. So, breakfast is not included as part right. of their benefits platinum of being members an elite don't member. don't get
1: breakfast, right? Exactly.
0: At a courtyard hotel.
1: Yeah.
0: Yet, all the time we get a platinum member saying, Hey, I'm platinum. Don't I get free breakfast? Yeah. And it's like, How do you say yes to that? You know? Right. So, right. I go through the whole steps on how you say yes. And your
1: steps are, well, so uh, you mean the four? Mm-hmm. So, the, the make friends first. <clears throat> tell them what you can do, offer options, and then magical question, is that the? Uh, well, port? that's
0: part of offer options, and okay. then be creative.
1: Be creative, okay, exactly. right, right, right. Okay. So
0: there's, I really, through my career of stumbling and falling and trying to figure out how to always say yes, and you know, like I tell somebody to say yes is the answer, but how do I tell, right, how do I right, teach right. somebody that? Um, then I um, came to realize it's really just four steps. And so that's what I really debrief in the book. So how how do you, if they,
1: if they, if you don't have breakfast and they want breakfast, how do you Mm -hmm. say yes to that?
0: So great question, Bobby. (laughs) So first and foremost, the first um, option or first step is to make friends first. We are always so filled with anxiety over that no question that's coming at us that we just Blurred out, no, I'm sorry, unfortunately, mm. that's not a clue, you know, and you just, and then it's like, wah, 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 it's not a good experience, right. so it's to take a breath and make friends first, so that guest just told me, I'm platinum, don't I get free breakfast, how, I'm going to ask you, how do you think I can make friends first with that guest?
1: Appreciate them for being platinum? Duh. Yeah,
0: but well, now but again, the anxiety makes you yeah. skip
2: all of that. Well,
1: yeah. It, so I, so I, I, I won't name names, but yep. the story. I texted you my story. Mm-hmm. I was, yes. I was in Houston, uh, just the a few months ago when it rained and it, it was flooding. Not on par with Harvey, but equal almost equal to. And so I'm stuck mm. in the hotel. My this was a day off. I was traveling, I think I was coming back from Seattle. My next event was in Houston. Instead of going home for a day, which would be useless, going right. cross country and then going, I just go to Houston a day early and find out I'm stuck in the hotel. So I'm not in a good mood immediately. Right. And I think to myself, Well, hey, I can do my laundry. That's that's a positive thing I can do today. And productive. I, productive, productive. That's a better <laughs> So I go down. I go down to the desk, and and it's funny because I, I I was thinking about this story beforehand of like, well, how is this going to relate to the podcast? And that's why I'm telling it now with the make friends first, because quite frankly, all the other steps I think they followed, but the first. So I go up and I say, I have to do laundry. I don't have any cash. I can't go get cash because we're stuck in the hotel. It's flooding, and uh, you know, what can you do? And immediately, the person at the desk got defensive, like as if I was going to attack them. Now, she was probably having a horrible day. Like I acknowledge that mm-hmm. she's stuck in the hotel too she's probably got a bunch of pissed off customers, right. and I still just want to do my laundry and and so the solution ended up being taking out cash a twenty dollar bill from the ATM which charged me four dollars in an ATM fee. My bank charges me an ATM fee uh, uh, and, and i'm now I'm looking at it thinking doing my laundry, which should cost three dollars and quarters, mm-hmm. is going to cost me what ten dollars ten I mean, bucks yeah ten bucks yeah and and so I, I told you I wrote this email to, to my hotel property saying you're losing an elite platinum or whatever the mm-hmm. heck I am member over over 3 dollars Right. And the reality is in that moment, the reason I was thinking about like how does this relate to yes is the answer because quite frankly, that might have been the only option. I don't know the details of their system, mm-hmm. um, but if, if the individual had made friends and sympathized and had good energy, I might have like – I would have appreciated her situation too. Exactly. And not been so pissed off about, in the grand scheme. I told my wife this story. My wife is the epitome of like, I don't want to hear your bullshit complaining. Of like, <laughs> I told her the story and she's like, are you really letting an ATM fee ruin your day? Are you aware point, of what's happening but- <laughs> in Houston? Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't need this right now. <laughs>
0: I need you to be on my side. <laughs> that's so cute. But but I think the, the make
1: friends first thing is is it's, the it, difference it is, in that situation.
0: It is so simple, and, it, and and honestly, sometimes you say it, and people might might immediately think, "Oh, that's ridiculously simple." But that's the number one thing where people go wrong mm. is they just jump into that. Um, either no unfortunately or whatnot, you don't build the relationship. Um, So again, if I were to say, oh, thank you so much for being a Platinum Elite member. Your loyalty means so much to us. It's gonna be a lot harder to yell at me Mm -hmm. (laughs) after Mm -hmm. I just said that, right? Right. So, you're building this relationship. So, again, how I might handle that back in the day, because now we've got some other options, but right now, back in the day, I said, you know, I would say, thank you so much for being a Platinum Elite member. Your loyalty means so much to us. Part of your elite benefits at a courtyard is um, 250 uh, arrival points, and you get to choose a market item. Um, however, I can place breakfast right in your room for you. Does that work for you? You know, so again, I can stand tall. I can be yeah. confident. I can be excited to serve this guest rather than go, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, um, we don't have breakfast with your you know, Yeah. You know, and just.
1: Yeah, but even the, the putting it on the, like, you know, um, my favorite story from your book. That I tell all the time I love that. is the uh when the guest asked if they could smoke in the room. Yeah. And the answer was yes, yes. for a $250 cleaning <laughs> fee. And I think I think if you said the book, there was one guest who was oh, like Oh,
0: I've done that many times. Great. Yeah, I've turned it into a smoking room. If you pay me $250 a day, I'll do it. yeah um, I thought
1: that was amazing. But
0: here, the here's ways. the thing, and I always push it. I'm not promoting selling smoking rooms in any way, shape, or form, but I push it that far in my trainings because I want to show you there is a yes answer for every no. But we just have to get creative and figure it out. And so, for example, um, when I actually do this example, I say, okay, here, I'm the guest, I'm calling the hotel, and I'm, and I'm saying, I know I'm coming to Chicago for the first time, and I'm on vacation, and can I get a, can I book a smoking room? And then most of the time, an associate would be, oh, I'm fortunately sorry, we don't. Or they would be like, Illinois state law, says."
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no, the customers don't care about the nobody rules, Nobody cares right? about rules Yeah, nobody cares about the rules, yeah. they care about their <laughs> they needs, care about they what wants, they want. what they
0: want. And so if I were that associate and I made friends first and I said, thank you so much for letting me know your request. I want you to have an awesome stay. You immediately diffuse the customer. They're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm actually with someone who's going to serve me. Even if it's not the exact answer you want, you've got somebody who's one, I just built a relationship with you and you know, I mean, could you even imagine, when I say this in my training classes, you can see the whole audience even go, imagine themselves in that situation like oh that would feel good yeah. because no one serves like that anymore right. so uh thank you so much for letting me know um how about we place you on the first floor it's really close to our smoking area you'll have a great outdoor beautiful experience you know sell it um and does that work for you? You know, again, letting and letting them be in control. Right. Um so I, I again, it's just and then this is what I I was just on a, a recent podcast and he was like, "Okay, I booked you literally to help you help have you help me answer this question. I've been trying to deal with this one for years and it's the cancellation fee. Okay. And you've got the guest who cancels after the fee. And, you know, I don't want to pay that cancellation. But are you going to charge me? Yep. Um,
1: I've been that guest several times. Yes, <laughs> I, just, I know. And that is <laughs> How long hard. do I have to stay on the phone before they just <laughs> they wave Give the up. fee? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs>
0: so, so the, you know, I said, I said, first thing I want you to do is, how would you make friends first with me? And then in the process of him making friends first, all the answers came. Mm. And he's like, And I said, here's the magical thing. When you make friends first, not only does it diffuse the guest or the customer, but it also diffuses you. And you start to see a pathway of an answer. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give you a a real easy to uh, feel example. I run this pineapple group, Mm -hmm. okay? I approve every post that goes on because I don't want any negativity, I don't want any of my bosses of this or any Mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. And so once in a while, and I have clear rules, of how this page goes and sometimes i'll have somebody post very very few times honestly but sometimes i'll have somebody post that's against the rules and it's it's negative and i immediately want to go to their messenger and go listen honey <laughs> <You know? laughs> listen linda yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um no you can't do that or you know like but i'm the yes is answer girl right so i immediately take a breath Thank you so much for being a member of our uh, a member of our group. I, I know you're just trying to to get through the day some days, you know, and I, it immediately diffuses me, right? Now I'm not angry, and now I'm seeing the person who's just trying to, yeah, you know, deal you're with sometimes hard you're, days, you're right? In their shoes. Yeah. And so I'm saying, I, I, I empathize with you. However, this isn't the group for that. Or, you know, I'll say, I'll say what you can post is um, positive energy or some best practices at your hotel. However, this item would be best to maybe just share with a private friend. Yeah. You know, and it helps me. I
1: love how you, like this story is an example of you reminding yourself. Myself. Of your own rules. Yes. Because... That's the point of rules, is that is that this stuff you live isn't by always them. natural. Yeah.
0: And, I, and also, even though I wrote the damn book on it, I sometimes stumble too. I'm like, yeah. whoa, I forgot to take a breath. <laughs> yeah, Don't people love
1: to call you out on that too, yeah. right? Oh, sure, they, the... do. sure they do. <laughs> oh, this is a
0: great story. I just, oh my God, this is so funny. I love my Lyft drivers so much. I love meeting my Lyft drivers. Yeah. And I just had the most awesome, energetic, phenomenal Lyft driver the other day. Where was that, actually? That was in... Um, Oh, that was in Virginia Beach. Okay. And- he saw my suitcase, and my suitcase is my book cover. Yes, yeah, your husband and got that for you. Yes yes yes, 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 my honey bunny, he's so sweet. And so this this driver saw my case, and he was asking me about it. And he, you, I could tell he was like this. And he's like, I, you know what? I'd like to be a speaker. And and I'm like, oh, I've got a great podcast for you to start listening to. We yeah. just like started yeah. to have this great dialogue. And so he's like, well, tell me about your book. And I explained, oh, it's about four steps. So I say. He's like, well, what are the steps? You know. So I, I went through the whole thing with him, and he's like, oh, that's a, hey, oh, he's like, he's like blown away. He's it. And so he gets out and he's like, so you're going to get me a $40 tip, huh? <laughs> uh. And because I also told him about the... the um uh, the second city rule, the yes and. Yes and. Yes, yeah, yes and. Yeah, you know yes yeah, and. So yeah. I said. comedy,
1: right? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He said, so I was really great and you're going to get me a $40 tip. I said, yes and my boss will let me do up to 25 so you are good. You're good. That's right.
1: That is a good. <laughs> it, was, it was classic. That's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. And the,
1: the you're talk- speaker lab podcast, is that the speaker that's, one you told him the listen one? to? And I told yeah, you about it. I told, yeah. I told. Um, that's Grant Baldwin's podcast, Grant Baldwin, right? yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I've learned so much about, one, running my own business yeah. and um, becoming a professional paid-to-speak speaker. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I just love his podcast, love what he does. He's st- such a real guy. Yeah, no, I wanted to make sure, it's yeah. funny, because,
1: because you know, uh, promotion matters, it you does. know? And and it so does. when you said that, mm-hmm. you know, if I were Grant listening to this, mm-hmm. I'd be cringing that the name wasn't said, because I think yes. it's great, too. I mm-hmm. love it, so yeah. I think it, it's been, I, I was turned on to Grant years ago Maybe he had a podcast at that time. No, he did, because I listened to his interview with John Vroman, because I heard oh, right. John Vroman at the time. Yes, that was and- one of
0: his early podcasts. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, very early. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I hadn't really listened to it since, um, but uh, it's really, 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 really good stuff. It's yeah.
0: it's so great. I I love Grant, and I love every every episode. I learned something about how I can be a better speaker and b- run a better business. And it's so funny because I was introduced to it and I started listening. I'm like, wow, this is really great. And then I went back and I and I run every I, all the I run a uh, a bit, but on the weekend solid. And I started from. Podcast number one, and I just every time I go running, I listen to.
1: You're doing the whole thing. I yeah. do the whole thing. And how I've, do you? So I've you ended all. your book. The end of your book. Uh, spoiler alert is is an <laughs> I will section. Yes. How do you, you? You're listening to every one of those podcasts. You're doing TED talks every morning. You, you're a voracious reader. Yeah. <laughs> how do you ensure you implement? So I'll, I'll I'll say this one last thing and let you answer. Yeah. Ryan, who is is my business partner and who we both know he, I, I listen to a ton of podcasts and read a lot. Uh-huh. And it was like three years ago when he and I had first just met and we're traveling together and I'm telling him about some podcasts I listened to. And he looks at me and he goes, what's the point of all of these podcasts you're listening to? Like, <laughs> like, like, what are you taking from it? What are you doing with it? Uh-huh. And it wasn't saying they're not worth, He was genuinely asking, yes. what are you doing with this? Because him and I talked quite a bit about that reality of there are people that love personal development Mm -hmm. but they're just consuming it and they're not implementing with it Mm -hmm. so how do you ensure you implement and you do something with all that you're learning
0: I love that and and I really am and obviously not everything there's just no physical possible way to do that but I can show you in my phone I've got notes you know the notes app
1: what do you Um, just the regular notes app I've started using Evernote okay so i just use the regular notes, the, notes app works too okay yeah so i just use evernote the notes app. Uh, will, will sync up with like my laptop and oh. other things you might have so okay I'll, never, I'll
0: definitely check never that far out. from my notes yes yeah. well um one of them oh god there's I, I there's just a million things that i know i implement and uh i'll listen to a podcast and um Grant, will be talking about how to run your business and how to keep track of your leads and getting the app, you know, where you can keep a trace account. You know, right. I'm like, oh, great, I'm using that. Immediately, um, do immediately do that. Um, I'll, I I take voracious notes. There's even books that I listen to while I used to commute as a general manager.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I can think of one, the Daniel Pink uh, Drive. Love, yes. love yeah. that book. Yeah. And I search Drive and I go back I'm like, let's reread those notes. You yeah. know, like what have I, you know, I put in to to use, but I, um, so many things. Oh, there's just so many things. I've changed my presentations from that. Um, uh, I guess
1: even just yeah. taking notes is a good answer. You know, yeah, Cause I think there, there's definitely, um, the Kindle for me, I've come to love because I highlight and mm-hmm. it keeps it in there. Mm-hmm. And in preparing for this podcast, I planned on reading your whole book a third time, <laughs> cover to cover, <laughs> and I opened it up and I realized like I got my notes yeah, and these I clicked are the on notes to talk and about. it's all highlighted. It's all right, right there. And yes. so you can go back to it. Yes. So, which is a, a, a good segue to something I said we would get to earlier, uh, the RAS, Reticular activity. Oh, yes. yes. The, I want to talk, that was really system. cool because mm-hmm. I've heard the law of attraction before. I've heard some of this stuff before in your book. I love the way you talked about the retic- reticular activating system is yes, that. Yes, it? that's it. What mm-hmm. is that? Talk about it. How does that?
0: Well, and work? I, I I I put it in the book in ways I understand it because I'm not so, And that's how I want you to talk I'm about not it. A as as now. I was reading it, <laughs>
1: I was like, I don't want to put her on the spot and ask no, this no. really technical question and I know you can yeah. answer it in your words. So in my answer way. it in yes, your yes. words. Yes. So
0: yeah. so this is the, the the thing that, you know, when you um, are uh, focusing on something, it it gets into your reticular act Activate, activating system, and and then all of a sudden it becomes what you what you think about becomes what you see. Mm. So for example, if I start the day and say, you know, oh, this is going to be a sucky day. I woke up late. And I just missed the train and oh, every the day is going to suck or bad things happen to three. What's next? You are going to create that next thing because you're looking for it and your brain is going to find it. Um, and the way I kind of explain it in the book is that uh, you put the thought in there and your brain's this machine that's going to produce it for you. Because you've put it in there, right. but if you put the thought in there, you know what? I woke up late, but I'm going to turn this puppy around, and you know, and then your brain is going to um, produce what you've put in there—that you know, the good things. Yeah. So again, it's just this. Uh, it really is true. It's like for example, this is perfect example that since you since I told you about the wise pineapple, you yes. see pineapples everywhere. Yes. No, it's that's very in true. Your rats.
1: Yeah, I've started seeing it. You know, there'll be a, a really pretty or beautiful house in a neighborhood. And there's this intricate pineapple on the wall, and all of a sudden I'm paying more attention and realize it's a bed and breakfast. Uh-huh. And I never even notice any of that, and it's because right. you're seeing because all of a sudden and, it's in your, yeah. your
0: your thought, your wrath. Yeah. Um. The the same thing with all of a sudden if you buy a new car, and all of a sudden you start seeing. Well, we bought this burnt orange. Car. My husband loves the color orange. He, lo- I might, it would be pink if it was my choice. Yeah, yeah. He, he loves. He loves. Did he orange. design
1: your book cover? Is he that did. I, did he, he really? Yes. Oh, get out!
0: He, he designed everything. He's an artist. Okay. And so yeah, he designed yeah, it all. Yeah. And so now orange is my color, and not yeah, pink. Yeah. But anyways, it's um,
1: it's a good for the book. Yeah, yeah it's, it's perfect. Pink yeah. been I would be great too. You know,
0: I would have been afraid guys wouldn't have read it.
1: I'd pick up a pink <laughs> book, but I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, so once we bought this um, this burnt orange car we started seeing these burnt orange cars everywhere because it was in our rest so again it's 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 really about what you put out and it's it's not just you know the secret positive energy it's really scientific if you put it in your brain your your brain is gonna work to find it for you right because you put it there
1: so my follow-up question to that is um, so I did a series of webinars for US lacrosse and it was about this, what they call the psychosocial side of the game and, mm. and very focused on coaching development and, and building effective team cultures. And one of the, I would call it, most controversial things I said, it's only controversial because <laughs> this is what I get pushed back on, is I said you should have a no sarcasm rule. Uh-huh. And, and you had a line in your book where you talk about that, like this idea of how, no sarcasm, mm-hmm. and coaches – Are notorious for sarcasm. Sure. I find I used to do it. And then I coach a middle school lacrosse team. And this past season was the first time because this is when I did my webinar. So now I'm more conscious of it that I would notice how else do you connect with an eighth grader Mm -hmm. when you're my age, other than kind of like a jab here and some sarcasm. And maybe you don't want to come down on them really hard about something they did. And so the way to soften the blow is sarcasm. When I started to realize, I was being sarcastic because I didn't have the confidence Mm -hmm. to simply give this young man feedback of this is what you can do better and I'm going to appreciate you and I'm going to uh, love you right. up. All, like, that takes confidence mm-hmm. to lead with that kind of thing and sarcasm pulls you from that. So because that's what, I've had a lot of coaches sarcastically say to me, I love your stuff, it's really good, but like there's no way I'm going to get rid of sarcasm because I love sarcasm. That's And when I bring it up in workshops and trainings mm-hmm. of this is a sarcasm-free zone, people laugh and roll their eyes at that.
2: Mm-hmm. Do
1: you find you know, corporate, maybe it's not as acceptable to be sarcastic, um, but is that something in the world of of positive energy and, and hospitality and customer service? How do you nip sarcasm?
0: It is really hard, especially with the internet, and all these memes being created. Mm-hmm. And you've got people following where all they do is out snark each other, like we were right. talking about right. earlier. And so when, again, you put that in your brain and all you're thinking about is, that next snarky comment. So how can I, you know, you know, snark it. Um, And I was just talking about this, in the meeting that I just had, that we as leaders often will be like, "Oh God, a hockey group is coming in. Oh my God!" And then say something sarcastic about how the moms are always drunk yes, and they're yes, not watching yeah, their kids, or, yep. or something like that. But,
1: I have been part of many of those yes. teams. That we were we were in a. I was staying in a hotel a couple of weeks ago, and there was a soccer team that had just won. Uh, their conference championship college team, mm-hmm. and they are tearing up the hallway. Not bad, but they're playing soccer in the hallway. Yes, they're celebrating they their are dancing. They're, in the you know, yeah, and we had to we had to open the door and say, you know, mm-hmm. can you guys congratulations make friends? We said, okay. hey, and congratulations. I get it. I've been there, mm-hmm. and I gotta be up at five for a training tomorrow <laughs> with a softball team. Right. <laughs> so if you you know, but if but, you
0: just came out and said, you kids better come on. I've gotta get up early. Blah blah. they have been like, huh.
1: Maybe yeah, flip you the exactly. bird. Exactly. It would, it would have been you. louder. But yeah. because he said,
0: hey guys, congratulations. This is really cool. Yeah. They, you built a relationship. They felt
1: bad. And they, genuinely. They yeah, warmed and to they, you. And they, they, they went into a room.
0: It, it's, the, it's the differentiator. Yeah. But so again, we as leaders might be talking like that, and our associates overhear it, and they're going to absorb that. And then that's how they're thinking about this guest, and that's how they're going to treat them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like uh, you're, you know, sign the party policy here. You better be with your kids. You better not make noise. You know, I did it again. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But again, if you make friends first, welcome. We're so excited to have your great team. Um, We've reserved the meeting room for you guys to have a teen hangout. Yeah. You know, how do you make friends first? And and again, you have to be very aware of what you're saying as a leader. that your associates aren't absorbing well that goes to your sarcasm. your
1: two your two customers point mm-hmm. right your customers who pay you and your customers who you pay the customers right. who are your guests and the customers who are your associates your employees you're living these rules with them, too, so Absolutely. that they in turn live them, right?
0: So you can't have your associate walk in and say, I, I'd like to have all weekends off, and be like, get the hell out of my office, this is a hotel. Yes, you yeah, know? that was a great you, example. You've got to make friends first, you've got to talk about what you can do, and,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this, uh, it's funny, my last question that I put in my notes was, uh, tell me about uh, a great 50 cups of coffee story, oh, and you, you opened with that. I did. And I don't know if you, no, why? What, is, what is that? It's It's good that you opened with that. I was gonna say you you nailed it from the start. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I have to tell you one more story. Go ahead, tell one more story. And I I, I, specifically like, oh, when I talk to Bobby, I have to share this one. Okay. Because I'm about to deliver my biggest keynote ever. And it's gonna be at Caesar's Palace Laws. Vegas I'm so excited and I'm so freaking out but and not only that I'm the closing keynote speaker but the opening keynote speaker is Judy Holler which is one of my idols I love Judy Holler so much so she is like three to five steps ahead of me in my Mm -hmm, career and mm -hmm. I've been watching her and as I was launching my book I saw how she launched her what is
1: her Book her book moment. is
0: called Fear Boss.
1: Fear Boss, yes. Fear Boss.
0: And I just love her. So I, Like when she did her book launch party, I'm like, oh, I was just going to put it on Amazon and say, hey, it's on Amazon, everybody. Sure. And then I was watching her, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to make this big book launch party. And then I like the way she does her posts, so I've kind of modeled a little bit of my posts. And yeah. you know, so many things, I just keep watching her wow. and, and learning from her. Um, and so I called her, or I messaged her, and I said, would you consider, do you ever have 10 minutes available? You're sitting in an airport, you'd consider connecting with me? Um, I'm someone kind of just looking out This at was you. before
1: you guys were both going to be the... Oh connect- yeah, way this before. Was well this was like
0: a year ago. Okay. No, not a year ago because I launched in... It was probably maybe It was June. before your book. Was, no, actually it was in April and she was just launching her book in May. And I said, why don't we do it in June so that you're not so busy? Sure. She's like, that sounds great. So she agreed and we had a coffee chat over the phone. And from there, we started to build a little bit of a relationship, just virtually kind of checking in with each other. And I asked her, I said, you know, it wouldn't be a fair boss if I didn't ask you to maybe yeah. do a testimonial on my book. That's good. <laughs> so she did and she did it on her LinkedIn and Facebook. Wow. Well, the people who were looking to book her to be the opening keynote speaker for this event saw her promote me on her book on her page. Is
1: that how you got this event?
0: That's how I got this event. Wow, all from a coffee chat.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yes. That I told you I couldn't incredible. wait to tell you the yeah.
1: story. I'm glad I asked this, I'm I glad I brought this up. Yeah, and
0: and literally, that is one of my coolest coffee chat stories. Yeah, I got this event, this biggest. Career possibly changing. Sh- sharing event. the
1: stage with sharing with this the stage individual. With, yeah. with this
0: idol of mine yeah. because I had the courage. Yeah. To ask her if she'd do, well, one, to ask her if she'd do a coffee chat. Then I developed a relationship. Then I had the courage again to ask her, would you promote my book on your page right. like I did for you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you provided her value. <laughs> yes. You, 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 you demonstrated that you're a fan of hers. You know, mm-hmm. You're know, you using her, you're not challenging yeah. her. And you're I've using promoted her language. a million yeah, times, you're promoting I've her tagged her t- a
0: million times. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've sold a million of her books. You're not,
1: similar energies. Book. I mean, yes. that is, yes. you know, similar. you are definitely, so there, there is a natural connection yes. there. There's a joy in wanting to connect and talk.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, that that comes from that. That's why you know in in the TED talk I talk about the author that I reached out to, and it was it was John Gordon, mm. and 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 it's the sort of thing where you look at that and say you know, if, if time and, and space and like, I, I would hope he and I would be friends if, if, Ex- if we could, you know, exactly. and so that creates a natural connection mm-hmm. uh, with someone. It's not just completely out of the blue. You're not just reaching for the stars because you want to connect with Brad Pitt just right. for the heck of it. Right. You know, it is. It I is, really
0: dig what she does. Yeah. She wears sparkly clothes. She loves pink. She named her dog Tito because she loves Tito's. And if I had the a vodka. dog, I would yeah. name it Captain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just, I just feel like we're just so in yeah. the same plane. Your dog would
1: have to specifically be Captain <laughs> and Coke oh, or it's it's diet. diet Coke. Captain. <laughs> and, I didn't know that till yeah. about two hours ago. Yeah, but. and then
0: and then the, then the the spare dog would be, <laughs> where the second dog would be with a twist of lime. With a twist ah, of ah,
1: lime. But ah, anyways. <laughs>
0: That all happened from having the courage to reach out and schedule a coffee chat and build yeah. a relationship. That's awesome. So thank you, Bobby.
1: Well, thank you for you being are the such bobby.com. a fan. You are such a fan of the, the, the TED Talk. Yes. It's given me permission in my own mind to, to, to continue to run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's from that TED Talk that this podcast happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was It was a number of different folks saying, almost assuming they would ask. I don't. We're, we're, you know. I assume you have a podcast off this idea. So, so you were a natural, one of my first guests to make sure I had on here. Because
0: I'm buying what you're selling.
1: You are. <laughs> you you certainly are. And I'm buying what you're selling. So we'll Yay. just keep at least, anything we put out. We know someone's listening. <laughs> yeah. So that's always a good thing. Um, so that is there anything else you want to make sure you said? Or, I you?
0: I think we've said it You we said it all. <laughs> this is all. awesome. Oh I can't thank
1: you enough for taking this time. No, after a thank full you day. for
0: coming. He he, he drove on, or the, went on a ferry. He. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did so many things and to so get say, here. Yeah,
1: I, uh, my, it's funny. So my first guest was only a thirty-minute drive for me. So okay. this point wasn't as relevant. But yeah. uh, I, I maybe told you, I have a, a bracelet that I wear that says Aloha Alo. Ke'alo. I had it engraved. Oh, okay. When my wife and I were in Hawaii, uh, they said Aloha Alo is a native phrase for them, which means face to face. Oh, and cool. And it's it's resurfacing nowadays because so much conversation and connection is over the phone, mm. is computers, text. is text, is even FaceTime. Mm. That doesn't for the for the what they're what they believe that's not the same thing Mm -hmm. it is face-to-face human-to-human connection and so when I wanted to do the podcast I came up with a list of people that I wanted to interview and I thought there's no way I'm doing this over the phone phone." like and not that you know with 50 cups some of these got John Gordon I've never met in person so Mm -hmm. that's a good example that conversation was over the phone and I've gotten a lot from that but as you and I said to start you know Mm -hmm. I, he and I have not become friends from that. You and I, uh, our connection from a quantity perspective, really isn't that much. Mm-hmm. It's it's maybe. Is this the second time? This is we've only met the second time we've been in person. Yeah. And, and
0: I don't think we'd be talking right now if we didn't not meet in chance. person the first no, time. No. If
1: we didn't meet in person mm-hmm. the first time, I, I absolutely. We'd not.
0: probably still, you know, communicate. We would connect.
1: We'd communicate via Facebook. But it would but, not be right what it what it's become. And so I just my relationship with you and, and really only a couple others has really just kind of reaffirmed and cemented my belief that nothing replaces face-to-face True when it comes face-to-face. to connection relationship building. So so yes, I, I took a ferry and a train to get here yes. and it was well worth it. I can't complain. It was a beautiful ride over the, it the Long Island. It's, it's, it's a pretty really, drive. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very nice. So yeah. thank you for doing this. Thank you, Let's Bobby. go get some food. Yeah,
0: let's go eat. Yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to the 50 Cups of Coffee podcast. This is a journey that started with a TEDx talk back in 2016, and I am very excited to share my 50 Cups of Coffee with you in 2020. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show wherever you are listening. We will launch a new interview every Monday. Please give us a rating and leave a review if you are so inclined. It means more to us than you know. And connect with me on Instagram and Twitter, at Bobby Audley. This podcast is a production of the Pinot Training Group. To learn more about the work we do with teams and organizations, please check us out at pinotraininggroup.com.